Come on, let's get the Lord a hand clap. Come on. Bless the Lord. His, his song he likes. I, I need my altos that haven't. Come on, come on, altos. Janet, can you help me out? T and C sharp. We haven't done this in a while.
Come on. Give the Lord a hand clap. Jesus is sweet. I know. Bless the Lord. Let's give these young people a hand clap. Come on. Praise God. Our Father and our God, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Thank you for this momentous occasion. Just the fact that you woke us up this morning and you started us on our way. Thank you for this worship experience, for all of our uh, leaders who are here, all of our visitors who have graced us with their presence. We pray that your blessed Holy Spirit will now do surgery, that you would convict, convince, if need be, convert, that you would move mightily and comfort our hearts in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Get a lot of hand clap. Come on. Bless the Lord. Praise him. Praise the name of Jesus. Thank you. Again, we give honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and to our bus ministry. We love you. You boys in North Philly, I was only playing, you know. I got in the wind a whole lot of times, but uh, praise God for all of you and to our ladies and in red, we thank God for you. Thank God for your presence. Amen. And to our deltas, we thank God for you as well. And uh, I am uh, just thankful to the Lord from whom all blessings flow. Now, we started a new series, The Principles and Promises of God. And we began with the first principle of trouble that trouble has a design to it. For the believer that's born again in Jesus Christ, trouble is never an accident. It's an appointment. And that's why Job said, I'll wait for my appointed time. I'll wait for my change to come. And then we move from the principle of trouble last week to the principle of transformation. And we took that caterpillar who's hairy, crawling, hideous, destroys leaves and trees, and he goes into a cocooning process. He's metamorphosized into a beautiful butterfly. That's a process, isn't it right? Amen. And so as hideous and as ugly as we were, God put us in a cocoon through Christ to change us. Amen? Doesn't happen overnight. Isn't that right? And God is worthy to be praised. This morning, our principle is the principle of triumph. Triumph in Christ. And I am uh, thanking God again for the unadulterated word of God. I want to thank God for Sister Fortune. We love you. Thank God for you. The wife of our highly esteemed Pastor Fortune, who are going home to be with the Lord. Thank God for her as well. We're in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. 2 Corinthians chapter 12. It is a familiar text, but this morning, with the help of the Holy Spirit, I hope to exegete this passage as thoroughly as I can. That is, in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, amen, and I'm dealing with several 
key themes. But this morning, I want to just encourage your heart around the subject, you can handle it. You can handle it. And the reason you can handle it is because you're in God's hands. Do I have a witness? You can handle it. Transformation and triumph in Christ are sisters as one is a change agent and the other is the arrival of celebration. Between these two, there is a transference, so to speak, where God comes in as this change agent and changes our hurts into healing. He changes our sufferings into strength and he changes and transforms our pains into profits. An oyster transforms an irritation of pain into a pearl. I'm, I'm amazed at um, how God designed nature. That oyster sits on the bottom of the ocean and periodically opens up its shell and invariably a piece of sand gets into the oyster's mouth. That, that is not uncommon because every time an oyster opens his mouth, sand can get in, but periodically that piece of sand will make its way to the most sensitive and innermost part of that pearl, that uh, oyster, and that oyster begins to work overtime to get the sand out. I'm going somewhere with this. All the while, he's making a pearl. And I think that's where this saying came from. If life serves you a lemon, then make lemonade. That, that, that it, is, it is here when we look at this transforming power of God through Christ, amen, that God does some strange things in the life of believers. He really does. He does some strange things and and, and, and that's why Paul could say in Romans 8.28, and we know that all things are being worked together for the good. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so what, what, what's, what's happening in this scenario is that God wishes to give us balance between privilege and responsibility. Do I have a witness? Part of what we do with our youth department, part of what we do with classes, whether they're discipleship, development, discipline classes, whatever the classes may be, we are constantly, Ephesians 4, trying to grow up the congregation. We're trying to grow everybody up, amen, trying to mature for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, until we all come in the unity of faith, and so that we will not be tossed to and fro 
by every wind of doctrine. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and here, the Apostle Paul, contextually, was given great privilege. Great, great privilege. And the privilege was, I'm going to try to synopsize this for the sake of time, Paul was knocked down on Damascus Road in, in, in Acts chapter 9, and, and, and Paul was two years, according to the account in Galatia, being taught face-to-face, person-to-person, by a resurrected Christ. Now, 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 wait a minute. Nobody else in the Bible can say that Jesus took them into Arabia and gave them a two-year course on Christendom. Uh, what, what a privilege. He, 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 he also, listen to this, he was caught up to the third heaven, first heaven being the clouds, second heaven being the universe, third heaven being God's throne. He was caught up to the third heaven, and Paul says, listen, and we're going to read it. Paul says, when I got there, it was too beautiful to put in words. I could not articulate what I saw. I could not repeat. In fact, the reason I couldn't repeat it, it was unlawful for me to disclose what's waiting for us. Do I have a witness? See, 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 and this, and this pulls into place, child of God, the, the whole ceremony of marriage in the first century, and I'm, I'm going to get back in a minute. Uh, when you got married in the first century, like Mary and Joseph, they were poor, and, and they were betrothed to each other. That means they were engaged with intent to get married, and under law, you were, it's just like, being married, do I have a witness? And, and the Bible says that here, here's what happened at the wedding at Cana in John chapter 2. Uh, when, when, when a man and a woman decided to come together and be married, the man would leave the woman and go away to prepare a place. Well, I'm preaching up in this place. And the woman didn't know when her future husband was coming back. So she had to, amen, keep oil in the lamps, keep herself pure, keep herself clean, because she did not know what day nor hour he would return. And when he came back, he took his wife to a place that he had prepared for them. So you can't get married in this church if you don't have a job. You, you got you to do some preparing up in this place. Can I get a witness? You, Yeah. Uh-huh, and uh, uh, let me spell love to you, J-O-B. <laughs> yeah, love is paying bills, love, love. Love is taking care of somebody else. Do I have a witness? Yeah, uh, yeah, uh-huh. And, and, and so, child of God, that when you look at Paul, he's caught up to the third heaven, he says, I could not articulate the words, and although Moses was privileged to talk to God at any time, he could go right in God's face and talk to him, and, 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 and uh, uh, amen. And as you look through the Bible, John was caught up in the book of the Revelation. John said he heard a voice like thunder, and, and when he turned around, Jesus was standing there. And John, John was told to record Amen. A message to the seven churches of Asia Minor and then complete and write the book of the Revelation, the apocalypse of the last days. But, but only Paul 
Only Paul. Only Paul was given such a privilege to go to heaven and see things that were not lawful for him to repeat. My God. Mm. So what God had to do, because of this great privilege, God gave him what I call a DDD, a divine deflationary device to keep him humble. And whenever God gives you privilege, he's going to bring some pain. You know pain will balance us out. Pain will keep us clothed in our right mind. That there are no accidents with believers. There are only appointments. There's never an accident. There's only appointments. Only appointments. And, and, so, and so here, here we're going to look at uh, 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 four powerful things that God did with the life of Paul. And we can preach on his pain. We can preach on God's praises. We can preach on God's power. Or we can preach on all the above, but when you look at the text, and I'm, 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 I believe in critical analysis of the text, uh, the grammatics, we need to understand what the grammatics are saying. You know, there's eight parts of speech, noun, pronoun, verb, adverb, adjective, uh, uh, preposition, and conjunction, and all that. We, we, we have to understand how these things fit in. Can I get a witness? And, and child of God, prepositions are directional to, from, uh, amen, up, down. We, we got to look at these different parts of speech and understand what the Holy Spirit, who wrote the Bible through 40 writers, can I get a witness? Man didn't write this. God wrote this. And he inspired them to write without error. And, 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 and so, child of God, when we look at this text, one of the things that we see right away is that uh, God is too wise to make mistakes. And, and, and I want to first look at Paul's divinely allowed defeats. And this, this is the providence of God. Word providence in the Greek, New Testament is written in Greek, Old Testament in Hebrew, Aramaic. The word providence is pro-video. It's God having a video before you were born. Before the world was. God had a plan for your particular life. And you know what we keep doing? We keep trying to jump out of the plan. We, we won't accept and agree with the plan. We keep trying to jump out of the plan because we got another plan. Do I have a witness? It's tight, but it's right. And in his providence, God honored him. Go back to chapter 11. Come on now. Go back to chapter 11, verse 12. I'm going to do this quickly. Paul says, but what I do, that I will do, that I might cut off occasion from them which desire occasion, that wherein they glory, they may be found even as we. Now look what he says in verse 13. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, listen, who transform themselves into the apostles of Christ. And no marvel, verse 14, he says, you shouldn't be surprised because even Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. So Paul, Paul, Paul begins an argument about this 
life-transforming situation. And he, he goes on in verse 15, Therefore it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. And then he, he says, listen, he begins to boast, verse 17. Are you with me? That which I speak, I speak not after the Lord, but as it were foolishly in this confidence of boasting, and seeing that many glory after the flesh, I will also foolishly glory. Now, what Paul begins to do is that Paul lays out how God honored him providentially by allowing defeats in his life. Now, now stop. Some things that appear in your life as negative is really positive. And some things that appear positive are really negative. Yeah, yeah. God, God, God is working behind the scenes. And look what Paul says. It's, it's, it's almost a diet of difficulty, if you will, in this pro video that his steps, his situations, his struggles were ordered. He enumerates his sufferings in Christ. Notice, no, notice the resume. I'm a fool in uh, more labors than others, in stripes, above measure, in prison frequently, in deaths often from the Jews. I was beat five times. I received 40 stripes, save one. I was shipwrecked three times in the deep. I, I was robbed. I, I was in perils. I was weary. I had toils. I had sleepless nights, often hungry, thirsty, cold, naked, let down in the basket. But he says in verse 30, don't miss this, if, if I must needs glory, I will glory in the things which concern my infirmities. In other words, Paul comes to this educated place where he realizes that nothing in his life was by accident. You and I will not walk away strengthened if we keep thinking I had bad luck. Mm -hmm. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. You got to get out of that realm. You got to see everything from the sovereignty of God. That God allowed it. Good, bad, or indifferent. Do I have a witness? Yeah. And, and, and so for you to glory in your infirmities is to look at your infirmities as part of God's plan. I, I'm, I try to be transparent so others can grow. I'm amazed at my life. Amazed. The stuff I was into, running the streets, are you kidding me? I'm up here preaching. Whoremongler. Getting high, carrying a pistol, running, running the streets. Seven years in the military doing Vietnam. Crazy as a bed bug. Crazy. But God. But, 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 but God. Now, now when I look back, I don't see when I walked out of that car accident. 
Ain't nobody had no seatbelts in the 60s. Car was demolished. We got out laughing. Had a hot sticker. Cop, cops pulled up and said, all right, get against the wall. Whose car is this? And we just sitting there looking at him. And then this radio start coming on. He said, this is 66. This radio start coming on. He said, get out of here. I got to go. And, and he got in his car. And we did like this. Whoosh. That sticker was hot as you know what. No insurance, no seatbelts, no nothing. And we just laughed and walked away. Y'all ain't getting this. I'm coming home from high school. I'm, I'm getting ready to walk in my door. Two carloads pull up, South Philly. I said, hey, Reese, that's what they call me. Reese, come on, man. We're getting ready to go up North Philly to a party. I said, I ain't. Come on, man. Don't be no chump. I get in the car. They take me all the way up 24th and Lehigh. Dead end street. We in the party, man. What's South Philly doing up in here? Ain't nowhere to run. I don't even know where I was. Ain't nowhere to run. All I know, the river, Fairmount Park was this way. The river was that way. I said, what's going on? And, and see, at the time it happened, and I got away. I said, ooh, that was close. But later on, when I got saved, the Lord said, oh, that was no accident. Can I get a witness? My spirit made a way out of no way. Can I get a witness? That dark alley, some of y'all walked past at 3 o'clock in the morning when you were subdued with alcohol and drugs and the reason you didn't get attacked is because my God is an awesome God. I, I know, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I know you think you're lucky. You're not lucky. Somebody prayed for me, had me on their mind and took the time to pray for me. Somebody said, I'm so glad they prayed. We live recklessly. Now, now, now that I'm on this side of the Jordan, and I'm looking back over the other side of the Jordan, now I understand what my grandmother was talking about. It wasn't by might nor by power, but it was by his spirit. Say if the law, I'm, li li listen, I'm going to borrow time. I'm only here because of the goodness of God in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage. And if you keep talking to yourself, you'll break out in a shout. Can I get a witness? The Lord is my light. The Lord is my high tower. The, the Lord is my salvation. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? Y'all, uh, excuse me. Thank you, Lord. What a mighty God. What a mighty God we serve. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. All you got to do is sit there and pull up a preview. Pull up the rerun. Can I get a witness? Some of us so high and sedidified. We, we, we don't want to give him the praise. But keep on living. The Lord will show you. It wasn't you. It was him all along. Can I get a witness?
and he's worthy. And he worthy, worthy to be praised. He's worthy. See, here's the dilemma we have. If we don't recognize and thank God for what he has already done, we can't expect nothing else to come our way. You still are bank robbing God of his glory. Can I get a witness? It, it, it's, it's all about, it's all about, it's all about him. 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 Paul, 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 Paul. Paul goes back and look at verse 27, chapter 11. Weariness, painful and watchings often, hunger, thirst, fastings often, and cold, naked. And beside those things that are without, Paul, Paul's laying out his list of things that he had gone through. And Paul wants everybody to know that, yeah, that my divinely allowed defeats, the providence of God, was God's plan. Now you say, well, why would God do that? I'm glad you asked. So you can be an encouragement to somebody else. Your, your, listen, your stuff is never for you. It's for somebody else. Do I have a witness? It's for, it's for somebody. You didn't, you didn't get this. It's for somebody. Everything you go through, whether it's turmoil in your marriage and your mind, your money is messed up. Can I get a witness? Uh, your health is stricken. Whatever it is, it's not because you sinned. It's because God is sovereign. Uh, do I have a witness? And God is trying to build up a resume in your life. Can I get a witness? And the resume is, I know the man from Galilee. I, I, I know him, I know him, I walk with him, I, I talk with him, I know him. I, 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 didn't, I didn't just start coming to church. No, the Lord brought me from a mighty, 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 mighty long way. Every time a preacher gets up to preach, every time a teacher gets up to teach, before the class starts, you ought to have a question for him. I don't want you to disturb a class, but say, teacher, what right do you have? to teach me the Bible. And that teacher ought to say, let me tell you where the Lord brought me from. Let me tell you what the Lord did in my life. Let me tell you how lost I was, but now I'm found. Let me, let me tell you how depleted I was. Hey, can I get a witness? Child of God, this thing ain't about you. Uh, Thank you, Jesus. Uh, hallelujah. 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 Glory, glory. Glory to his name. Look at the second thing. Paul, Paul's divine disclosure, which starts his privileges. Look at chapter 12. And, and I want to go 1 to 7 and 8. Look at this. It is not expedient for me, doubtless, to glory. I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. Now, watch how he does this. He speaks, listen, he speaks from the first person, moves to the third person. He says, I knew a man in Christ. Now, he's talking about himself. Fourteen years ago, whether I was in the body, I cannot tell, or I was out of the body, I cannot tell. God knoweth. 
such a one was caught up to the third heaven, and I knew such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell. God knoweth how he was caught up into Patton. Now, this is not a dream. I know y'all got your dream books. This ain't no dream. Yeah. How that he was caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable, inarticulate words, which is not lawful for man or other. Of such a one will I glory, hanging there with me, yet of myself I will not glory, but in my infirmities. Well, what are you saying, Paul? Well, Paul, Paul is saying this in verse 6. I'm only going to verse 10. For though I would desire to glory, is the flesh, I shall not be a fool. Yeah. I played organized baseball all my life. I played in the military. Um, you know, I, I did. And, and um, man, listen, I come up to the plate with hundreds of people in the stands, man. And my dad, one of the teams I was on, he was a coach. He used to call me, he said, you ain't nothing but a hot dog, man. Yeah. Come up to the plate, hit my cleat, stand there. Yeah. Look. And the picture be, and see, what you can't hear on television is how they be talking to each other. Man. Come on, turkey, you can't hit. Da, da, da. And I told the picture, I said, I, I pointed to the fence. And you throw that ball, ball belt high inside, kiss it, it's gone, Doc. That boy threw me a ball. I hit the ball so far. I hit, I hit the ball so far and stood at home plate. I wouldn't move. In fact, the left field ain't move. He just did like this. Look. And I waited, Tunstall. I waited for about six seconds. Then I stuck on. There was glory in that. There was glory in that. Yeah. Then about 10 years went past and my bat speed slowed up. I struck out every time I got up to the plate. But the fact of the matter is, there, there was some glory. There's some glory. There's some glory that we look for. And, and, look, and look what Paul says. And I, he said, I would desire to glory. I shall not be a fool, for I will say the truth. And now I forbear. Look all these words Paul is using. And then Paul says, here's what took place. He says that... God decided, verse 7, unless I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations, there was given to me. Now, let's stop Paul's apart. Who gave it? Was this Satan? No, this was God. God gave him, scolopis in the Greek, he gave him a thorn in his flesh, a buffeting mechanism, where Satan could at will, and this is in the continuous tense in the Greek, Satan could at will beat on him, bring him great pain. Hmm, there's some pains in your life. I ain't talking about your husband and wife. There's some pains in your life. Yeah, that Satan has jurisdiction over. Whether it's your memory, your mind, whatever it is, there's some pains. We got, see, we got pockets of pains, don't we? Oh, yeah, we got pain, Doc. We got pain. We covered up good, but we got pain. We got a whole lot of pain. Now, look at this. He says, 
I was given the DDD, the divine deflationary device, thrown in the flesh, verse 7, the message of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. So what did God do? God gave him privilege, now born pain, to bring our balance. A physical pain, a personal hindrance. Yeah. Scalopus, a, a divinely permitted pain, a buffeting, a physical beating by Satan in the present tense, in the Greek meaning a recurring action, a constant attack, a state driven. Now, some believe it was eye trouble because when God knocked him down on Damascus Road and blinded him for three days, he had a recurring eye situation. Luke had to be his recorder. Luke had to write. We don't know what it was. All we know is that God, now look up, God called up hell and said, Satan, I want you to beat on Raymond Gordon to keep him humble. I'm giving you permission. I got, I got other hedges around him I won't take down, but I'm, I'm, I'm moving this hedge. Could it be that some of our problems are from God through Satan? to wake us up. Just go read the book of Job. Hmm. He, he says, he says, he says, he was beating on me. And, and, and listen, listen, I said this morning, I got things in my life right now I hate. And God won't move them. Now let me talk to you willpower Christians. I got stuff right now. That's why when somebody compliments me, I say, Jesus. That ain't by accident. Because God knows if he does not balance out privilege and responsibility, if he does not create some vehicle that's painful to help us in the long run with being profited, we're going to mess up. Mm. Are y'all getting this picture? My God. Mm. So, 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 so it's here, it's here, it's here that, 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 that Paul, Paul, Paul talks about, and this thing is deep. Look at verse 7. Come on now, let's get, let's get this in here in, in, in verse 7. And, and lest I should be exalted. Now, maybe, maybe you've earned a doctorate. Maybe... You know, some people get high and mighty when they get doctors. Can't tell them nothing. I had one occasion, God knew for years by his first name. Hey, Joe. He got his doctor. He says, I'm Dr. Such and Such. I said, I'll tell you in a minute who you really are. <laughs> why, why do you need somebody that has been knowing you all your life? Why God? And then when I go to the hospital and see a real doctor, just call me Bill. Why, 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 why is a real doctor? Lord have mercy. You done stole transcripts. You done cheated on tests. And now you want everybody to exalt. When, when, when I see a real doctor, tell me I do. Just, just call me Jim. What is it? Lord have mercy. Oh, when we buy a new home, we'll get a new car. 
or come up here in a new mink. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you blessed. You know, just good morning. Where did this come from? We can't handle it. We can't handle it. We got three members. I think they they got million dollar homes. I you know I ain't I ain't telling you who they are, but praise God. But um, congratulations on your home. God bless you. You rejoice with them that rejoice. You don't you don't you don't get all funny with food. Do I have a witness? That's a beautiful dress. That's a beautiful. Some of us can't even compliment somebody else because we don't feel good about ourselves. It's tight. Because we got internal pain, pockets of pain, that will not allow us to be real. It's okay. Somebody come to church with beautiful, long, silky hair. Baby, you can buy one. You ain't got to go there. You ain't got to go there, darling. Somebody, yeah. Most of our stuff is rented anyhow. You might have writing on your thigh, you know. It's all right. Don't, 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 don't get jealous. Uh, rejoice. The same God that gave Naz will give you one. The same God that blessed him will bless you. The same God that held them up, he'll, help, he'll hold you up. Now, check it out. Here we go. Verse 8. For this thing, for this one thing, I besought the Lord three times that it made the perfect. Now, now I'm, 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 I'm sick of the lies in Christendom. God does not always answer your prayers the way you want them to be answered. I'm sick of that too. I've had members go over to Israel, come back with water from the Jordan. Here, here Pastor, I bought you a bottle of water from the I said, what am I supposed to do with that? I got water from the Schuylkill. What do I need water from the Jordan for? What's, I, I, I'm, I'm not caught up in all that. Oh, I got, I got sacred oil from some place that's it. And what's for? Put it on somebody's head. I don't play them games. Do I have a witness? You know how many times I've had oil on my head and nothing changed? <laughs> You're healed in the name of Jesus. Okay, we'll test that tonight at 9 o'clock. I, I ain't healed. I ain't healed. <laughs> I was across the street, the deacons came to me. This, now, I've been here 29 years. This was a long time ago. They said, they said, Pastor, can we get real wine for communion? I said, no way. <laughs> I can see it right now. You got another one? I said, I said we, 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 we ain't doing that up in here. Ain't no way, Doc. Ain't no way. No way. No way. Church folk are funny. Yeah, 
I went to the Lord three times about my pain. Hmm. And look what God said. And he said, verse 9, unto me, my grace. Although you didn't pray for grace, I'm going to give you what you really need. Acronym, God's riches at Christ's expense. I, I, although you ask for healing, I'm going to give you help. I'm going to give you what you did not pray for because you don't know what you need. Can I get a witness? Come on now, y'all, 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 y'all can, uh, if I just had a, if I just had a husband who was loving and considerate and kind, you had those people for 40 years in the street, they ain't do you no good. If I just had, if I just met the right one, if I just did the, if this, listen, the bottom line is what you think is going to work is not going to work. Can I get a witness? Maybe you are the problem. Uh-oh, they're going to they, get quiet up in here now. Maybe it is not your husband. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's not your wife. Maybe it's you. You're spoiled. You think the world owes you everything. You're trying to control a man who had a controlling mother, and that ain't working. You grab the poor man in the chest and shake him and then you slide him and I dare you to hit me. I dare you. can't do all that. You can't do all that, baby. Love is a two-way street. Isn't that right? I found love on a two-way street. My God. Mm. And we and we and we see we got to learn how to live. We got to learn how to love. We got to learn how to let go. Are y'all getting this? Check it out. My grace is now. Don't miss this. What? Sufficient. Uh, in other words, sufficiency of God is that I'm not going to answer your prayer, but I got something that'll hold you over. <laughs> I got it, I got it, I got it. Got something that'll hold you over. My grace is sufficient. Uh-huh. Look, look what he says. Uh, he says, for my strength is made perfect in my weaknesses. See, all God wants you to do is acknowledge you can't do this thing on your own. Can I get a witness? Lord, 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 I have no idea how I'm going to live holy when I got all this unholy stuff going on inside of me. Lord, I don't, I don't know how in the world, Lord, have mercy, amen, I'm going to walk righteously when all my life I've walked unrighteously. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. See, the Holy Ghost got to break in. Uh, the Holy Ghost got to give you power. The Holy Ghost got to give you a per perseverance. The Holy Ghost got to give you a passion to carry out his will. So Paul, Paul says, in not only sufficient grace, but 
amen, Paul now moves to strengthening grace for when I'm weak, then I'm strong. In other words, God is sitting back waiting for you to admit you're weak before he moves in. He will not cohabitate. He will not share glory with you. Do I have a witness? Lord, I don't know how to make this marriage work. Lord, I don't know how to you know, relate to my kids no more. Lord, I'm struggling with this and that. And all God is waiting for, because man's extremity is God's opportunity, all God is waiting for is for you to surrender. And say, Lord, I can't do this thing. I can't, I can't change on my own. I can't, come on now, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't pray for your sufficiency. I'm too weak. I, 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 and, 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 and the principle I'm getting ready to cover is a very deep principle in Christ. So Paul gets to verse 10 as we close, therefore. And whenever you see therefore, you ought to ask, what is it therefore? Therefore, it means everything that has been spoken up to this point. He, he is putting that weight on this statement. Uh, do I have a witness? Therefore, because God is providential, because God added some pain to my life because of my privileges, because God, amen, is the agent of change and transformation, I need to trust him for triumph. Because God won't answer the prayer I want him to answer. Rather, he's given me what he says that I need. Therefore, because I've come to the end of my road, because my prayer life is now changing, therefore, because I have to depend on him and not on anybody or anything else, therefore, because I'm out of options and I don't know which way to turn, therefore, because the pastor can't help me and my mother can't help me, my father can't help me, and my husband can't help me, my, my, my wife can't. Therefore, because music might get me excited, but late at night I'm in a frenzy. Therefore, 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 because I have no other place to go. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities. Reproaches, necessities, persecutions, distresses for Christ's sake. For when I'm weak, then I'm strong. What are you saying, Paul? Here's the principle. I don't need a substitute. I need transformation. If you get this, you're going to grow by leaps and bounds. See, what we think we need are substitutes. Wife ain't working. I need another wife. Can I preach up in this place? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, this job, I'm tired of this job. I need another job. Can I get a witness? And sometimes God will give you some substitutes. But see, substitutes only last so long. Can I get a witness? I can tell you from my life's experience that if you think another substitute's going to make you happy, you out of your military mind. Because they got their own baggage, they got their own stuff, they got their own history, they got their own hurts. Can I get a witness? Yeah, in fact, they might be worse than the one you just got rid of. You jumping from the frying pan into the fire. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about battery, Beaten, you you ought 
not stay there, you ought to get out and separate. And I'm not just talking to the sisters. I've had several cases where women beat up their men. And I, I, yeah, yeah, Leroy, I was in my study in a counseling session. Guy came in with a big patch on his head. And I said, brother, what happened to you? He said, I don't want to go into it. And he had this big wife. She sat there, she said, yeah, let him mess up again. I tried to take his head off. I said, now, darling, in the name of Jesus, we can't do that. Well, what did you do? She said, I took a bottle and busted over his head. So we can't do that. We're supposed to be Christians. She said, I am. And then he got mad with me. Oh, pastor, you shouldn't have went there. I said, praise the name of Jesus. And, 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 and so, and so, God will not always give you the substitutes you want. God going to make you climb that mountain and be transformed. Maybe the marriage would be better if you changed. Transformation, maybe. I'm, I'm preaching up in here. Maybe, maybe your mind would regulate better if you changed. See, it's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Not my mother, not my brother, but it's me. Maybe, 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 maybe I've been married 30 years and I, and I have been selfish and self-centered and taking selfies all the time. Maybe it's all about you. Do I have a witness? Ladies, when's the last time you asked your husband, what's your favorite meal? Let me make it for you. When's the last time, husband, you said, baby, well, what do you want? I, I, I want to get up. When, when is the last time you took the spotlight off of you and put it on somebody else? When's, when's the last time you, you stopped scheming with the kids and your husband and wife don't even know about it? Yeah, you really got quiet on that one. In the name of Jesus, check it out. I'm coming in. The real blessings is through transformation. Hmm. Lord, I need to be transformed. I need you to get rid of this mess on the inside. Lord, I need to be, I need to be strengthened. I need to be empowered. I need to lean. Look, I need to live. I need to love like Jesus loved. Can I get a witness? Let me tell you, when you stop with the substitutes and start with the transformations, you appreciate the change that takes place in you when Jesus comes in. And when Jesus comes in, he brings power. When Jesus comes in, he brings peace. Can I get a where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is peace. When, when Jesus comes in, he gives you the wherewithal. Amen. To make changes. Can I get a witness? And, and I'm dealing with that Wednesday. If, you, if, if you're in a relationship, be here Wednesday for core Bible study. Because here is, we got to learn to practice his presence. We got to learn to get his power. We got to learn his principles that result in peace. And when Jesus is in control, you're in control.
Do I have a witness? Because everything he's asking you to do, he's already done. Isn't that right? He went to the garden of Gethsemane. He prayed to sweat like drops of blood fell off his brow. And, and, and the, soldier, the Jewish soldiers came to get him and said, who is Jesus? I am he. They fell back. Can I get a witness? They took him from judgment hall to judgment hall, from honors to a pilot. Come on now. They smacked him in the face. They spit on him. He never mumbled a, a, a single word. The Bible says he just kept quiet and let them do what they was going to do because it was God's plan for him to die. Can I get a witness? And Pilate, Pilate kept, Pilate kept jiggling. Pilate kept asking questions. And Pilate said, uh, you need to speak up. Don't you know I have the power? And Jesus, for the first time in three days, Jesus raised his hand and said, you don't have no power. Jesus said, I've got power to lay my life down. And I got power to take it up again. Do I have a witness? And you, they let him out to God. Go through, they put him on the cross. They hung him between heaven and earth. They stretched him out. They, they, they lifted him up. And, and, and the Bible says for six hours, he was on the cross with two thieves. One was going to hell. The other was going to heaven. You know the story. And, and the Bible says he quoted the last seven words, Good Friday. Can I get a witness? And then they crucified him. He died. Can I get a witness? Well, child of God, you got to have a good Friday before you can have an Easter morning. you you got to go through something. you you got to come out of something. you got to be with him through something. Can I get a witness? But early on Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hands. Jesus. The Christ. There's people I grew up with in South Philly, they're dead. Some doing life in jail. Some strung out on drugs. And I, I keep looking back. Law, we went to movies together. Law, we went to parties together. Law, we went to high school together. Why not me? And God said, because I called you. Out of darkness into my marvelous light you can handle it whatever's in your life this morning you can handle it it won't handle you you can handle it because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world it's not you handling it's him handling it can i get it what we got to do is give it over to him lord here it is casting all your care on him for he cares for you and when you can't talk to the person about jesus Talk to Jesus about the person. Let's stay on our feet this morning. Let's stay on our feet. As every head is bowed, every eyes closed. If you're here this morning to our bus people, to our visitors, you're not born again, not saved. Jesus died for your sins, was buried, and rose again. He's God's only begotten son. He's the son of God. He died for all of your sins, but you must receive him as savior. If you want to be saved, just raise your hand. Just raise your hand. Be honest with God. I see your hands. I'm coming down. I see hands. Step on out in the name of Jesus. Come on. Come on. Come on, guys. Come on. Praise God. Or if you want to join the church in the Christian experience, raise your hand also. Come on, brothers. Come on. Come on, brothers. We love you, man. Come on. We love you, man. Thank you, man. Thanks for your honesty. One more. Come on up here. Come on. Thank you, man. Come on, brothers. Come on. Stand right here. Praise Jesus. Right here. There you go. Turn around. Turn around. Thank you, my brother. Right here. Stand there. Come on. Thank you, man. I know you, boy. I know you. Where you from, man? What part of Philly?
No, yeah, I was chasing you. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? You want to be saved or you want to give your life to Christ? Step out. The Lord will bless you. He'll open up doors for you. Is there another balcony downstairs? Anybody want to join the church in the Christian experience? Step out right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, step out. Step out. Step out. Here they come. The Lord is good. Oh, he's bringing his whole family. That's what I like, Paul. That's what I like, man. Thank you, Paul. Hi, baby. Mm, hi, baby. Right there, right there. Praise you. There another. There another. What a mighty God we serve. Brothers, can I ask y'all that are not saved to just step out? Just be honest with God. Come on, there you go. Come on, brother. Come on. Praise Jesus. Come on. Come on, brother. Come on, man. See, this is outreach. This is reaching out. Come on, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Praise Jesus. There another? There another? I'm not going to take too much longer. Come on now. Come on now. Praise God. Is there another? Be honest with God. Once you give your life to Christ, God going to start opening all kinds of doors. Is there another? Praise Jesus. And the day that you hear my voice, through the word, harden not your hearts. Praise God. All right. All right. Praise Jesus. We're going to ask our ministers to take you. Amen. Lead you to Christ. Do what they have to do. Come on, guys. Praise God. This ain't no church rolls. Believe this ain't no church rolls. All right. Praise God. All right, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Church, say amen. Church, say amen again. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to thank again our elegant ladies in the red hats. God bless you. Amen. Thank you for coming out. To our deltas, thank you for coming out. And to all of you, praise God. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Father, first and foremost, we pray that you would bless the food that is prepared for nursing, reminds of bodies, for discipleship classes. And